Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? Bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, Noble Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22-karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary more like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the American Eagle design next year, so you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around, so it's a first-come, first-served basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877 877- Six four six five three four seven. That's eight seven seven six four six five three four seven. Common sense is not so common, and in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. We're really glad to be with you. We're in our guest segment now, and I hope you enjoyed that intro as I... uh, Got to dissect some of Joe Biden's first day moves. And along those lines, I've been asking people who I have a lot of respect for in the alternative media if they wouldn't mind coming on the show and sharing their observations as well as perhaps their trepidations about what's going to happen in the future. And I think, I don't think Biden's going to wait very long. I think he's going to hit the ground running. I see evidence of that already. And so along those lines, we asked Daniel Holdings, author, lecturer, uh, fellow presenter with me at Steve Quayle's last Gen 6 conference, a terrific presentation. He's written a book not too long ago. We'll talk about that before we leave as well. And uh, Daniel, I want to welcome you to the show. It's always good to have you on. And my, 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 what a bizarre place we are at. An election (laughs) stolen I mean, anyone who didn't see the election being stolen was asleep at the wheel. And we've been taken over by communists through fraud and their Satanists. It's it's a frightening time, isn't it? Well, it, you know, it can be, Dave, um, depending on your perspective. Exactly. Uh, of course, if you're a Democrat and believe the lies of the communist news network, I mean, CNN, uh then then you're probably overjoyed today uh those of us who are far less um appreciative of uh an alternate universe uh we 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 aren't so happy but at the same time uh by the way thank you for having me on it's always good to be on our pleasure yeah um you know and and i i hesitate to even you know bring this up only because i it's it it's not me and i i need people to understand that out out front my perspective is not one of sadness it is one of grief um it's not why well, i suppose it is one of sadness but it's not one of fear i should say uh 
back when I did the uh, final warning conference, there were, and, and again, folks, it's not me, and I've never said I was a prophet, but uh, I will tell you what the Lord has put on my heart and has said, uh, and I do it often. And at the final warning conference, as you know, uh, I, I stood up and I said, I can tell you now that Joe Biden will win the election, that the Democrats will take care, take hold of Congress, and they will bring in all of the sweeping changes that we know that they want to do, because we know their agenda. And I listed some of those things in that presentation. And people looked at me like I had three eyes. And at the, you know, because at the same time you had people, prophets, people who call themselves prophets, uh, saying, you know, that Trump was going to win hands down, and you had people reporting that this was going to happen, and this was going to happen, and this was going to happen. And I kept saying, no, that's not that's not what the Lord says. This is what's going to happen. And and I recorded that. Um, presentation i think uh i don't remember i mean the 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 conference was in october was it not yes so I, I did mine like, in uh i think august middle of august end of august august yeah i think i did mine about then as well so okay so months before the election this is what the lord said and it's not what i said it's what the lord said now here it is this is what's happened and people are stunned and folks this is what I want you to understand. We have already been warned. We were already told this was going to happen. Dave, the days that we are walking in are biblical. And I keep yeah. saying this yeah. over and over and over again. And people think I'm crazy. I mean, it's like, what do you mean they're biblical? You're just one of those Bible thumpers. No. What we are seeing right now at this very moment is the end times narrative. This is exactly the kind of thing that the Bible talks about as to happening at the end of the age. What am I talking about? <laughs> I was in the doctor's office for a routine um, uh, uh, appointment last week. My doctor's a Christian, and because I live in Kentucky, you can still pray with people in Kentucky. <laughs> so, so we're talking about spiritual things, and his, you know, he has uh, scripture around his office, and there's Christian music playing, and and they 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 do this it's one of these things where you go in there and you know that you're you're safe in in your faith and it's not why i go there but it certainly helps when i'm there and i can have these candid conversations but even my view of things are a little different than their view so we began to talk candidly about the covid and the covid vaccine because he asked me dave he said he said well have you ever flu shop i said no and i'm not getting the covid vaccine <laughs> I volunteered the and he said, "Okay." He said, "Now this is what I want you to hear." He said, "Okay, are you prepared to not be able to buy or sell?" That's what he said. A doctor, right? A Christian doctor who yes. knows what's coming. And I said, "I absolutely am prepared." He said, "All right, just so you know, that decision has consequences." And folks, this is what I'm talking about. If you look at Revelation, it talks about if you don't take the mark. And I'm not saying COVID is not the mark. What I am saying is that it is a precursor to the mark to condition us not to buy or sell if we don't have it. To, to scare us out of our wits in order to comply with the powers that be. And everything that you are seeing right now will come to that. 
that you will need to submit to the powers that be. Now, what are those powers, Dave? We know some of the we know some of the players here, right? Biden is no stranger to us. Kerry is no stranger to us. We know who these people are and what they they are like. But as I was thinking about uh, election day, I mean, uh, excuse me, inauguration day. You mean, you mean selection day? Selection day. <laughs> That's good. Selection day. And all of these things that were happening yesterday, I know people uh, were uh, were were devastated, and 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 people were, were depressed. And but, folks, okay, I, this is what I'm saying, right? If you are walking with the Lord, you're not surprised, right? If you're if you're seeking His face, you're not fearful, all right. And if if you're not doing those things, then you know, we, we can talk about that toward the end. But as I was sitting there thinking about the day and the things that were going on, I I, I heard the Lord clearly, and I had to write it down because, you know, it, it, it frankly it made me it made tears come to my eyes because I knew He was absolutely serious. You know, Steve Quayle has a famous saying, and I use it all the time. I give him credit for it, but I use it all the time. He said, "There is no political solution." For a country that has a spiritual problem. Our problem, Dave, is that we kept looking to a man or a system to help us out, to bail us out, to give us alternatives to what we knew was a bad thing in in this government that's here now. Well, it didn't work because we have a spiritual problem. This country has a spiritual problem. And so the thing that the Lord said to me yesterday that that so um oh it tore me up it really did he said for those people that entertain demons long enough they become subject to those same demons and immediately now okay you're going to think ah that's really religious well immediately i thought about the 100 million babies that we have killed since roe v wade now i don't even care what what you are, Republican or Democrat, those are lives. And the blood of the innocents cry out to God. And I think about how in in Yeshua's day, in Jesus' day, they actually sacrificed children to Moab and Baal. They sacrificed, they threw them in the fire, right? And in in that moment, what the Lord compared that these abortions to me was the fact that they were throwing these children in the fire. Now, he said that uh, just as, uh, and I'm reading my notes here, I can't even read my own writing. Um, He said that just as those children were a sacrifice to demons, we have also sacrificed our children to demons. And Beyond that, all of the other things that we have allowed in our country, he has given us the government that we desired. Well, you're saying, well, wait a minute, Daniel. I I, I didn't want the Biden presidency. I'm not a Democrat, or I didn't vote for that guy, or whatever. No, hold on a second. You and I live in a country where... Uh, you know they can kill babies willingly. You and I live in a country that 
uh, it's okay to be homosexual. Now, I'm not railing on any individual that's homosexual. I am talking specifically about the Bible. And if you look at Galatians 5, it says you can't do those things. And we live in a country where there is unjust weights and measures. The haves have a lot, and the nots have nothing, right? We have allowed this. This is our country. And if we stood up as a people and said, no, we will not adhere to this, we will not allow this, then those laws wouldn't be there. Roe v. Wade couldn't stand. Roe v. Wade was done at a time before sonograms were even invented. If... If we took a stand and said, no, look, you're murdering kids in the womb. Or this is the, uh, this is the, uh, uh, this is the transforma- trans- transferring of wealth from one, uh, from, the, from the people that don't have it to the, to the people that do have it, if you looked at how the government is spending our tax dollars. If, if we really stood up for those things that we believed in in this country, we would not have the government that we have now. So I can only conclude this is what we want, right? And what it, what it amounts to is that this has become an age of redos, right? Have you ever seen – I'm almost 60. Have you ever seen uh, a time when a generation could, could redo everything, that they didn't like this, they need a second chance? They are redoing history, tearing down statues, saying, no, that's not who we are, blah, blah, blah. They're redoing the laws, saying that that things that we believe to be wrong are now right. They are redoing our morality. They are saying that if you are a biblically-minded believer or American, then you should have no voice. They're deplatforming conservatives. They are, uh, well, I could go on and on, and I'm sure you already have. What this amounts to, Dave, is the spirit of lawlessness. God has given us the, the, the laws and the government that we wanted. You can say, no, I didn't want that. But by our very inaction, here we are. And so how do we deal with that? How do we deal with the fact that we are looking down the barrel of some ugly stuff. Uh, just rest- yesterday, I read that Hal Turner was uh, deplatformed out- off of PayPal, so he can't even collect his subscriptions. And the guy lives off that stuff. I wonder when they do that, do they steal your money too? <laughs> That's probably in their agreement. I wouldn't put it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know that uh, when YouTube deplatforms people, they just take all the videos. And I think that's illegal, too, because those are your creation. Maybe on their platform, but it's still your property. They should have to return it. But I, and I know I digress here, but what I'm pointing out is to reinforce your point of the total lawlessness. If you disagree with them in any sense of the word, in the case you're building as, you know, if you're a Christian, have a Christian worldview, they're coming after you. And uh, they're coming after you in ways that aren't protected. You're not protected uh, under the Constitution anymore. There is no Constitution. Well, you know, I see people. Let's go back to the election in the middle of this, or just after. People were saying, "Well, you know, Trump's going to take it to the Supreme Court." And I, I said, "Well, wait a minute." I, Steve, Steve, and I talked about this. 
on the phone. He said, well, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. I said, they're not going to hear it, Steve. It, it's not going to go before them. It'll go before them, but they won't hear it. I said, so you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. If they could kill a sitting chief justice and not even bat an eye, and people allow that to happen, do you really think the Supreme Court that we have now is going to pick up the action, is going to pick up the case? Especially when the current chief justice is compromised and i'm talking specifically about roberts and then he you know then we we talked about how um uh you know that the senate was going to do this and the senate was going to do that and pence was going to do this and pence was going to do that i said no he's not i said if you looked at pence he has been part of the establishment ever since he got there i mean it's part of the reason why i think Trump picked him in the first place is because he was the anchor to them. And in the end, he was the one that, that turned his back on him and, and caused him to be undone. And in, on a logical side, I mean, I can sit here and go, well, I understand the guy's feeling. He's one man. Does he overturn a whole election being one man? And and that was his excuse. You know, he, he said he didn't feel good doing about that. And that was a great excuse, a perfect excuse, right? But the fact was, he wasn't going to roll over and defend Trump. It wasn't. It wasn't who he was. And so, and then we had all these, you know, comments about, well, this executive order is going to happen, and the Insurrection Act is going to happen. And David boils down again to those things I talked about in final warning, because I warned this, and it doesn't. It doesn't make me popular because people love Trump. I, you and I have talked about this. I was never a Trump fan. Certainly, he was better than the other side. You know, if Hillary got in, I mean, can you imagine where we'd be right now? Where we're gonna, where we're gonna be in about uh, six months. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, exactly. So Trump gave us time to repent, and that's that's not for me. Again, that's something Steve Quayle has said. I totally agree with that too. Totally agree. Trump gave us time to repent. The question is, did we repent? No, we did not repent. Instead, we look toward the man, right? We look toward Trump. We idolize this man, this fallible man. I have some other thoughts about Trump and who he is. Uh, but beyond that, understand that Trump came up out of gambling and real estate, two of the sharkiest shark-infested <laughs> uh, you know, arenas there, there are. And so I never thought he was a saint. But he did this, Daniel. He did that, Daniel. He did. Okay. All right. He's the uh, antithesis, antithesis of the Democrats. Fine. You know, he's the. But when you think about how, how he wanted to drain the swamp, I see. I looked at his actions, not listened to his words. When he when he talked about draining the swamp, he didn't drain the swamp. When he talked about building a wall, he didn't build a wall. When he talked about all kinds of things, he didn't do those things. Now, why didn't he do them? Now, I'm getting people upset at me, but that's fine because this is a time that we need blunt honesty. We can't be, we can't be uh, entertaining 
uh, fantasies anymore. Okay, let's. This is real. This is as real as it gets. So I want people to understand where we are. Because if you don't understand where we are, you won't take spiritual action. Because that's what it all boils down to, Dave. It boils down to our spiritual lives. And I've said this all along. This is not about politics. It's about us. Our our eternities, our future, if you will. So you need you need hard talk right now. I'm not here to I'm not here to to stroke you audience. I'm here to give you the truth. Back in that presentation in the final warning uh, presentation, I said that I thought that the Democrats and the Republicans were two sides of the same coin. That they were two wings of the same bird. That our government had been compromised long before that uh, this election day. That the deep state, if you will, actually had control of both sides of the aisle. And people thought I was crazy. Well, Trump's not part of that. Look, I always said you can't play in that sandbox unless you're part of the club. You can't become president. I, you know, this thing that we always tell our kids. Oh, you could live. You could grow up and be president one day. No, you can't. Right? you got to be of a certain bloodline. you got to be of a certain uh, uh, persuasion. You have to swear certain oaths. You just can't walk into the office. It doesn't happen that way. Our, our country was compromised long ago, and as I said, it's our fault. We allowed it to happen. So I believe that Trump was the uh, – I, I, I call him the uh, – the antis- uh, the, uh, the catalyst to the pendulum of discontent. See, when the fervor of Make America Great Again uh, swung so far to the right, and now he is being vilified, you have that same pendulum swinging all the way to the left. And what it has done, Dave, it has given them, the Democrats, power to do everything that they want to do. Everything. Because, as an example, when the Capitol riots happened, I know guys that saw Antifa people busted. <laughs> you know, they saw three buses with Antifa people being busted. And Antifa people were in the mix with all these other protesters. And so the, the people that were doing the rioting on, the, on Capitol Hill were not necessarily, although I know uh, other people that were... Um, uh, Trump supporters that were in in uh, D.C. that day, but the people that were doing the rioting for the most part were Antifa people. It was the greatest false flag event in our nation's history, and the whole nation fell for it lock, stock, and barrel. And what caused what the problem was is that it vilified Trump. They were looking now because people associated Trump with conservatism. Right, because he's uh, a, a Republican, and I don't think they're necessarily the same thing. But because they they uh, they identify him with conservatism, that means that all of us conservatives are evil in their eye, in the majority of the country's eyes right now. It's true the country is divided, and a lot of people don't believe that the election was legitimate. But that's beside the point. It has given the Democrats power to do what they want. 
Dave, I said that it was a setup, and buddy, we have been played. Oh, big time. America has been big played. Big time. <clears throat> and I have to admit, I had cognitive dissonance. I looked at the crowds as kind of exit polling. Trump got tens of thousands. Biden couldn't get ten. And I said, I don't see how any amount of voter fraud can overcome these kinds of odds. Well, I was wrong, and I lost a steak dinner bet to Sheriff Mack. And he <laughs> said, he said what you said that uh, the fraud would overcome. And I was, I knew there'd be massive fraud. And in my heart, I kind of knew Trump was going to lose. But I allowed my cognitive dissonance to enter in. And I will tell you, one of the problems I see in our nation right now are people refusing to accept the new reality and they're failing to make plans to survive and adapt well i mean how do you survive and adapt this honestly well uh, you got to get your spiritual house in order for one thing that's true that's the best that's thing. Absolutely. then you that's need your preps in line which goes along with having your spiritual house in order you know um it's been interesting there were reports and i'm sure you heard the same reports yesterday um uh, there was an armada of uh, U.S. Navy ships out on the West Coast. I've seen the pictures, yes. And uh, there were ICBM missiles uh, launchers, mobile missile launchers all around the country. Uh, and the story was that they were uh, standing by because it was feared that the Chinese were going to invade. Now, why would the Chinese invade? Dave, think about this for a second. Why would they invade? I would, well, I'll tell you my initial reaction, and I know there's more to it than this, but it's Biden's enforcement force. It's his mafia protectors. That's exactly right. Because the greatest fear was that the country <laughs> would stand up and say, no, you are illegitimate. You, We didn't vote for you. There's, there's rampant fraud here, and we're not going to take it. Right. That's what Americans have done in in decades past in centuries past. We didn't put up with that. Right. Instead, what we did is we rolled over. Right now, I'm not sitting here for those that may be listening. I'm not sitting here advocating overthrow. I'm just saying that the reason why there was no action taken on the part of the Chinese is because they got exactly what they wanted. They got exactly what they wanted. And audience, when you think about this, the fact that the Chinese are happy about our election and they got exactly what they wanted, what does that bode for the future? Well, I almost think we're a colony of China now. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, I think they have several colonies. Look, you got to give it to them. They are bent on world domination, and they have positioned themselves. The Chinese are so smart. I mean, they really are. I can't, I can't stand, you know, the Chinese government, the communist government. But you got to give it to them. They are, they are, they are brilliant in controlling people. I mean, they really, really are. Uh, they have positioned positioned themselves all over the world, uh, and and you know, they're in Af Africa heavy. Uh, they are all along the Pacific. They know exactly what we will do or what we won't do because we have demonstrated, at least the American public, we have demonstrated to them our uh, resolve or lack thereof, uh, and they are willing to, to play on that. Now, um, they are also, you mentioned Midnight Strikes. Midnight Strikes, for those of you that don't know, is uh, a book I wrote, uh, and it was based upon 
interviews I did with Steve Quayle. Steve Quayle's a friend, as he is with Dave. And so, uh, you know, Steve, the Lord had showed, the long and short of it, the Lord had showed Steve, you know, these 38 things that were going to happen just before the end of the age. And uh, he was sharing some of that stuff with me. I said, Steve, you need to write a book. He said, Daniel, I'm not writing another book. You know, I wrote my last book. I'm, I'm just concentrating on movies. I said, well, let me write it for you. I'll interview. I'll talk about those things, and I'll do the research. And then uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll put out this book. And he said, that's, that sounds great. So that's what we did. Now, the very, Dave, the very first thing in that book, and it wasn't the order that he gave it to me, but the very first thing in that book was that the Chinese social credit system was coming to the United States. And I was like, uh, you know, I, I love Steve. He's a friend and a brother, and it's like, okay, but wait a second. Really? Come on, really? you you got to be a little paranoid. So I began to do the research, right? And what I found was stunning. This is just the first thing in that book, right? What I found was stunning is that all the apparatus to institute a totalitarian, totalitarian surveillance government is already here. It is already in place. And they needed, and I didn't know this, but they needed an impetus. They needed something to, to enact that. Do you know what that something was, in my opinion, my opinion after the fact? But do you know what that something was, Dave? It could be a number of things, but I'm going to let you tell me. COVID-19. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I was thought you were going to say. Well, it is a number of things, but you're right. COVID-19 is at the top of the list. Because have you ever heard of this little thing? It's called, let me see, uh, contact tracing. <laughs> right? That's exactly that's what China private. does with their people. And that's, it's not yeah. under the auspice of COVID. It is just what they do. Everybody in China has to have a cell phone. They're all connected to the government. They know where you are. They know what you say. They know what you're doing. They, they, be, according to their social credit system, they will tell you where you can shop. They will tell you what hotels, if any, that you can go to. They will tell you how you can travel. They will tell you if you can even have a dog or not. Right? That is their social credit system. Right? So, all of that stuff is is. Uh, is the uh, is based upon their, their 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 phone? I mean, they they track them with their phone, and that is exactly what contract tracing is. And now, Dave, what you are seeing is the as we already mentioned this a deplatforming of conservatives, right? Based upon our technology, my website doesn't do this, and so therefore it says this, and therefore it's gone, right? Or my business does this. I'm a gun sales, per, you know, business, and therefore I'm gone, right? Or my opinion is this. So we are already seen it. They don't call it the social credit system, but it is exactly what's happening. That's the first thing in that book, and that's scary because all the other stuff that comes after that is terrifying, right? But Midnight Strikes, Judgment Unleashed, again, was a warning. People don't like to hear bad news, right? We only want to hear good news. And I think part of the reason why so many people, you know, were saying, oh, Trump's going to win, blah, blah, blah. We only want to think good thoughts, right? But that's, listen, I, I'm going to say it like this, all right? It, because God loves us. He does love us. He does love us. But he is disgusted by our sin as a country. Disgusted. 
Now, if we could have his heart and understand how he feels, you, Dave, you know, I don't know if you got kids, but your kid ever did something and you love them. There's no question, but you want to kill them. <laughs> yeah. because it's so stupid what they did, right? I, uh, I got a grown kid, same thing. You know, I there are times I'm like, kid, you know, what what are you thinking? What? And and I. <laughs> I just I cringe at the decisions made by them. So uh, God can still love us and still be uh, wholeheartedly against our actions uh, that we are doing, and that is where we are. We call that sin, right? Yeah, the Bible says that you shall be holy. God said you shall be holy, for I am holy. We don't know what holiness is. We don't even try. Right? God loves me. God loves me. I can do whatever I want. I can live however I want. That's not what the Bible says. That's not that's not Bible. That's us. Right? And so now, to, to go back to how I started this, we are um, getting what we want. And now he's, I'm afraid that he has taken his hand off. The Bible says that uh, in, in the last days that um, the... Uh, the restrainer would be removed. It talks about this in Second Peter. Um, there, there are a lot of discussions about who the restrainer was. Some say it was Michael. Some say it was the Holy Spirit. Some say, well, all kinds of things, right? It's just this odd phrase. I, I, I think it, it was um, God holding back evil, holding back lawlessness. So now. Uh, if if he has been removed or been removed, what you're seeing across the world is this lawlessness. And I, I wrote about some of that lawlessness in Midnight Strikes. Uh, I, I I started with, uh, and that was even before the BLM and Antifa um, burning of various cities around the the U.S. But I talked about this this uneasiness, this angst, this this uh, tendency toward violence with uh, protest all around the world. And again, you know, I, I'm just a guy. It's not me. It was the Lord trying to tell us what was coming, and we ignored him. Folks, we can't afford to ignore him any longer. We can't. Okay? We, 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 can, we can feel sad all we want to. We can be depressed all we want to. But sadness and depression does not change anything. You know what changes things, Dave? Well, I think I think I know the answer to this one. It's what's in your soul, your commitment to Christ. That's what changes things. Repentance. Yeah, exactly. Repentance, the Hebrew word for repentance is teshuva, right? When you, when you hear Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel and all those people preaching repentance, repent, right? They were they weren't saying repent. They didn't speak English. They spoke Hebrew, right? They were saying teshuva, teshuva. What does teshuva mean in the in the literal language? Teshuva means it's real simple to stop and to turn around 180, 180 degrees and go in the opposite direction. That is literally what it means. So teshuva isn't saying. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please fix our country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've, I lived a life. I'm sorry I, gri- I agreed with 
these things. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's not teshuva. That's not repentance, right? Teshuva is going the opposite direction. Teshuva is changing how you do things with the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. That's what teshuva is. That's not what we do. We say, I'm sorry. That's not repentance. Folks, if you really, really want to, to make a difference in how you are feeling today, the day after a stolen election has been inaugurated, then you need a teshuva. You need to repent. We, as a country, need to repent. If we as a country repented, Dave, and stopped what we were and went in the opposite direction as a country, then we wouldn't be here. We might be in war with China, but we wouldn't be here. Because where is here? All the things that you listed, all the, uh, <laughs> all the executive orders that Biden signed yesterday, uh, well, they'd never happen. But we are here. So we need to make repentance now for us as individuals and let God take take care of the country. Because, folks, as I said in the beginning, this is biblical. This is not just political. This is biblical. And there are all kinds of other things that are happening uh, that that we talked about uh, just before we got on, and I didn't. I said, I said that's all good stuff, Dave. We need to talk about that on the air. You were talking about the COVID nineteen virus, the COVID nineteen vaccination. Yeah, changes RNA and DNA, and um, I've been looking in this into this with uh, many other people, actually three people to be exact, and it's frightening. They, they are um, changing human beings, and I think it's here. Here's here's my hypothesis, just based on what I've seen. The vaccine's going to basically make humans impervious to extreme climate change, change metabolic rate. We're hearing the Europeans now talk about eating insects and, and lowering calorie intake to unbelievably low levels. Now I know why. Before, when I heard this, I said, I don't understand how they can do this. But now I do. And now I look at this, Daniel, and I'm saying they're probably going to do away with regular humans. They're in the process of doing that now. And the transformed humans are what we're looking at here. But I also have a theory. And the theory is this. We know that Satan already lost one war out in the cosmos. And unfortunately, we were the resident planet that he got uh, banned to. And um, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I just said it's too harsh a grin that he's here. But I think there's a second aspect to this. I think the Earth is going to be terraformed. And we're going to see other than humans who are transformed form another army for Satan to fight in those final days well I, you know Dave I think that's absolutely crazy but I think it's absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds crazy but no, when, when, when I go through and I look at the progressive evidence that I'm finding stuff I can say okay this is science I can lock onto I ask myself why and then you start trying to connect dots and those are the dots I connected now I may alter them later. I may say, oh, you were way off. But right now, that's how I'm seeing it. Well, I, you know, I, I say this tongue-in-cheek because, I, as I told you uh, at the before we got on the air, I, I've thought that very same thing, that we were being terraformed for years. And because I actually think 
that that is w part of the purpose for chemtrails as, as well as other issues because I've, I've actually written about chemtrails in some of my books and uh, I, I think you're right you know and I've said this on the radio that that they are terraforming the planet now uh, the the whole terraforming of us the changing of our, our uh, genetics is is wasn't even in the picture yet but it is what the COVID-19 vaccine is doing. Now, again, I, guys, I'm sorry. I sound I sound like I'm a religious nut, and I kind of am because I actually believe the Bible. It says in Genesis 6 that the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and there's there and also after. And when you look at the original language, it appears that they, when it says they corrupted all flesh, it means they changed the genetic code of everything on earth, from people to plants to the birds of the air to the fish in the sea. They they changed it. Now, when you remember uh, in Matthew 24, I think it is, Jesus says, that it will be as in the days of Noah, right? What were the days of Noah like? They corrupted all flesh, the fallen angels and uh, the Nephilim, or the Nephilim are the fallen angels, but uh, the Nephilim had corrupted all flesh. And it is what we are seeing again. Folks, this is what I mean about the days that we are living in. They are biblical, right? You see the Bible. How would... How would somebody that lived, you know, in, in Yeshua's case, 2,000 years ago, talk so that we would understand it? Or, or even if you go even further back to the Old Testament, how would they talk so that we could understand it in the 21st century? They'd talk like they would talk. Granted, I mean, the Bible, uh, the, vast, the, the, the most uh, read version of the Bible is the King James that was written during Shakespeare time. <laughs> we don't really talk Old English anymore, but the point is that the original language in the Greek and Hebrew will tell us exactly what's going on if you if you you know, if you read it, if you study it. So when you look at the fact that they corrupted all flesh back then that they corrupted the DNA of the planet and people, then is it any stretch of the imagination that when Yeshua says that it will be as in the days of Noah, you know, that the Son of Man comes again? Folks, we're there. I'm not saying that Yeshua is coming back, Jesus is coming back tomorrow, because as, as many of you know, I'm not a big advocate of the rapture. You have people that with their spiritual bags packed and they're saying, oh, well, we're going to be out of here. Well, that's a problem right now, isn't it? Because you're not out of here yet. And we have to deal with these things that are going on. Jesus said that uh, you will have um, what's the word he uses? I just my mind just went blank. Um, uh, turmoil. What's the, what's the word? I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, and I, I I'm not sure where that gap is myself. Um, <laughs> Jesus said a lot of things. The, um, but I will tell you one thing that we do. Tribulation. That's the yeah. Word. There you I go. There you go. I, I was just gonna. I was just said, gonna he, say. He said, yeah. In fact, in, in the article I wrote um, recently on the CommonSenseShow.com, I said that. I said if the tribulation hasn't started, we're on the precipice. Well, you 
know, we label things. People label things. We'll say, uh, we call it the great tribulation. That's not what he said. He said you have tribulation, right? Meaning that we would go through things. This is my point. We are going through things now. We have went through things, and those things are ramping up. They are tribulation, and as a consequence, uh, people you know, think they're going to get out of here because they're going to get raptured. No. But folks, we need to get our spiritual houses in order. That's not what the Word says. You know, there was a time when the rapture doctrine, as a matter of fact, back as far as uh, 1800s, it was banned because it was considered a false doctrine. And now it's propagated everywhere. It's our escape chute. So you have a whole generation of Christians that aren't the people, Bible-believing Christians, that aren't ready for what's coming, that are that are miserable this day because they see all these changes, right? They're just waiting for their uh, for to you know pick up their luggage and go because their spiritual bags are packed, folks. You know what? We are called to be salt and light, and in a dark, dark day. You mentioned the fact that. Uh, Satan, this is uh, his plant, that he came here. Uh, that's a pretty far-fetched uh, point until you, you read where Jesus said that the whole world lies in the hands of the evil one. Now, what? Wait a minute. I thought God was in charge. God is ultimately in charge, but for a time, Satan is given according to Revelation, latitude uh, on the earth. And I fear you are right, Dave. These are those times. And so when I say that this this is a biblical time, that's what I mean. All of those things that the Bible talks about is happening at the end of the age. They're happening right now. I feel compelled to mention this, too. I, I am not interested in fulfilling my own observation. In fact... I'm working against my own selfish interest for many, many years. And and Steve knows this. We used to talk about this. I was hopeful that we'd have enough repentance that we could kick the end days can down the road to future generations. I no longer share that hope. It's that, that hope is gone. We are in what we have sown. And and this is where we're at. And it's it's distressing. It's frightening. But we have to put our faith in one place to get through this. It's, 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 uh, I, I, you know, I have to, I'll say this too. And, and, and I said this the other night on a broadcast when I was like nine and 10 years old, I was doing things like doing math. How old will I be in 2000? Will I be old enough to, to see the turn of the century? And then I started hearing things about end times and, hearing about revelations and I had the mind of a child to understand what I was hearing in church but I understood in my heart that I'd be around for this that I probably would not have the so-called natural death that would precede the end days and now I'm kind of living what my feelings were when I was 10 years old hmm. you know uh Midnight Strikes is dedicated to my grandson, Lucas, who was at the time a year old. And it simply says this to Lucas. I hope I'm wrong. Right. Because none of us, yeah. none of us want to go through what's coming. No, and folks, we are called, as I said, to be salt and light. 
can be strong and courageous. It's a funny thing. Um, I haven't always thought the way I think. I, it is true that I've been a believer for a long time. I, you know, I got saved in 1983 uh, when I was in the Air Force. I was buck wild. I was in the Air Force, and God miraculously saved me. I mean, he changed me. The Bible says that when we get saved, that he makes us a new – when we really get saved, not just lip service, he makes us a new creation. And that new creation is evidence of – uh, w the work that he has done in our life and I'm not just not patting me on the back because I was a mess, it's him right? I didn't even try to be different I just was, I ran with some guys in the Air Force and you know people I, one of the reasons I joined the Air Force is because I, I thought I needed discipline I grew up in LA and I was <laughs> I was pretty wild it was the 70s, uh, 60s and 70s and, and I needed discipline and I wanted to see the world and I needed out of the rough neighborhood I grew up in and uh, so I joined the military, and I found out that it's just the same. <laughs> I mean, I could get in more trouble uh, just in a different place uh, because my heart was wrong. And then, you know, uh, I asked the Lord to, to change me and to, he to heal me and to save me, and he did. And he did it instantaneously like a, a snap of your finger, and he changed me drastically. And the guys, this is my point, the guys that I ran with, were so stunned by the transformation, they all said, "What's wrong with him? You know, <laughs> what happened to him? I want what he's got." And it's nothing I tried. He's like, "Okay, you're gonna stop cussing, or you're gonna stop doing drugs, or you're gonna stop doing this, or you're gonna be different. You treat people better. Now, I'm gonna do all these things, right? This is what we think religion is, right? We, we, well, this is what religion is. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. That's not, that's not Jesus, right? That's not the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit just does it." Right. So if you want, if you're sitting there wondering if you're different, if you if you're really saved, are you different? That's my question. Are you different? Right. Has there been a powerful move of God in your life and has made and has he made you different? So if if there has not been, if you sit there and go, well, I've never had an experience like that. A, you need to repent. Right. You need to ask him to forgive you. And then you need to ask him to change you like that. That's not anything that I did. I didn't even know. I didn't know anything. Right? I didn't know how to ask him into my heart. That is what happened, though. I, I can't. I, I don't even know how to explain it other than that, right? That I was so committed, as, as committed as I was to the world and doing the things that I was doing, I was going to be ten times more committed to him, and I told him so. And he changed me for it. The point is that when he changed me, I was different. And... And because I was different, everything was different. My outlook was different. It was radically different. And Dave, in these days, we are called to be salt and light. We need to be different. We need to be powerful in the things that we do. We do. We absolutely we, do. We are called to be strong and courageous. That's what he said to Joshua. And giving ourselves over to Jesus is the only way to do it. You know, we're just about out of time, but you've written such a good book, Midnight Strikes. And, and I'd like you to tell people how they can get a copy of this. At, well, at, le uh, at least until you're deplatformed and censored and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, you never know what that's going to happen. Uh, and I said that, you know, I, for years I said uh, my, my first books were novels, and I said, and those novels are stunning in and of themselves because, they, again, they have things in them that I couldn't know. They are God's warning to, to his people. But 
uh, and I said that, you know, get those books where you can because they won't always be available. And it's the same for Midnight Strikes. You can get Midnight Strikes on DanielHoldings.com. That's www.DanielHoldings.com. And uh, you can get it on Steve Quayle's website as well. But yes, uh, either either website will do it. And I don't know how much longer it's going to be available. I hope that it will be available just as a warning to, to what's coming so people will be uh, given some information how to move forward. But, folks uh, – we're all on, yeah, we're all on borrowed time, my friend. You know what we're going to have to do here, and, and I've been telling people that I've been doing these roundtables with, is um, uh, we just need to keep in communication. I'm going to have you back sooner rather than later because I think things are going to unfold very, very quickly here in the first few weeks. But uh, we are flat out of time. Daniel, you're always a joy to have on the show. You're so inspirational, and I think you're a great example for what Christ wants us to be. And listen, hopefully we change some souls some minds and some hearts today absolutely thank you dave thanks, thanks for, for joining us take care yep bye-bye well it's been quite a year hasn't it bit of a nightmare for most people and the holidays are a great time to reflect especially on those who helped us get through it now noble gold has put together this incredible collection of american eagle 22 karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you this could be a gift for you or for people you love and nothing says you're extraordinary more like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the American Eagle design next year, so you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around. So it's a first-come, first-served basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877 877- Six four six five three four seven. That's eight seven seven six four six five three four seven.